The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. God's favorite house, praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody. Um, Say good morning to your neighbor to the left and to the right. So today, um, we are looking at when the wind blows, when the wind blows. But before we get to that, next week, um, Sunday, 8 and 10 a.m., we have someone hugely special um, bringing the Word of God to, to us. And we'll be looking at there is more in God. Next week, there is more in, in God. And bringing the Word to us by the grace of God next week will be Pastor Pat Akem. Pastor Pat is um, a major general in the Nigerian army and is a really amazing man of God. So I'm, I'm really excited for next week. But to bring the word of God to us today is um, one of my <laughs> special daughters. Um, uh, we can call her Omo Papi. She's been um, fired up to bring the word this morning. So you are going to be thoroughly totally blessed. So let's put our hands together for the Lord as we welcome Omo Papi. Pastor Lamide Adelaide. Let's put our hands together for Jesus, for Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for the Most High God. Hallelujah. Amen. Good morning, everyone. There's a sweet, sweet spirit in the air, and I know it's the spirit of the Lord. There's a sweet, sweet spirit in the air, and I know, and I know it's the spirit of the Lord. Oh, there's a neighbor and sing a different version of the song. He says, there's a sweet expression on your face, and I know it's the presence of the Lord. Oh, there's a sweet expression, sweet expression on your face. yet we are going to take one or two prayer points and i just want us to pray for um pastor let's pray for pastor dami let's thank the lord for for their lives let's thank god for the ministry he has committed into their hands we we know pap is not around at the moment that the lord will replenish his energy the lord will continue to keep him strong in the mighty name of jesus that the hand of the lord will continue to be mighty upon him and his family in the mighty name of jesus thank you almighty father 
Oh Lord, thank you for your son. Thank you, Lord, for your daughter. Thank you for this work, Lord, that you have committed into their hands. Thank you because in their hands it will flourish, it will prosper, and your name alone will be glorified. Amen. In Jesus' name we have prayed. And we're going to be praying for Nigeria. Isaiah 54 verse 14. We're going to be praying for Nigeria. CMM, please, can we have it on the screen? Isaiah 54 verse 14. So let us pray for Nigeria. It says, Nigeria will be secure under a government that is just and fair. That your enemies, Nigeria, will be far from you and you will live in peace. And terror will not come near us as a nation in the name of Jesus. So let's just pray for Nigeria from the bottom of your heart. Commit this nation into the hands of the Lord because the Lord has great things in store for this nation and it is only His will that will come to pass. Thank you because this country will be secure under a government that is just and fair in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. The cloud of glory is moving. Let us move with the cloud. Morning and satisfy our every. 
every desire in the name of Jesus. Come like the oil, Holy Spirit, and accelerate our promotion in the mighty name of Jesus. Take us from where we are to the very top in the name of Jesus. Come like the fire and purify us afresh, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Consume everything in us that does not glorify God. And come like the wind, Holy Spirit, and part every Red Sea situation before us this morning. And let your name alone be glorified. Lord, we pray, Lord, this morning, that you till the soil of every soul here this morning. In the name of Jesus, let every seed of your word that is planted this morning germinate and bear fruit to the glory of your name. Speak through me and let your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. You may please be seated in the presence of the Most High God. So it's, um, it's a great privilege for me to be here this morning to, to bring the word of the Lord. And um, I just really want to thank um, Pastor, you know, for the great assignments. I call it the greatest assignment of my life. I know that the Lord will help me in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And I also want to um, thank my husband who has been of so much, you know, support in um, ensuring that everything goes on well. Amen. So my um, husband of almost um, 19 years is blessed with no hair. But, but, I, but I thank God because they say that bald-headed men are rich men. So I've come to accept the blessings of the Lord that make rich and add no sorrows to it. But, but unbeknownst to us in the family, there was somebody in the house who apparently refused to accept that fact. And you know, my daughter, when she was um, around 10 years old, about four years ago, she stumbled into her dad's um, old school picture and saw that he had an afro. And it was like, oh no, mom, I want my dad to still have an afro. Then I said, well, the wind blows wherever he wishes. Nobody knows where the wind is blowing from. You know, as in to tell her that your daddy really doesn't have a choice in this situation. But of course, she didn't believe him because she feels well. She, she, she usually has her way with her dad, especially when she's been really, really good. So she said, well, I'm going to walk up to my dad and have a discussion with him. And I'm sure he's going to listen to me and grow an afro. Well, I didn't ask her the outcome of the discussion. But honestly, three years after the discussion, I am still waiting for the manifestation. <laughs> Amen. So dive with me into Exodus chapter 14 from verses 13 to 31. Exodus 14, 13 to 31. But Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just take harm. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. Pick up your staff and raise your hand over the sea. Divide the water so the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground. And I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they will charge in after the Israelites. My great glory will be displayed through Pharaoh and his troops his chariots, and his charioteers. When my glory is displayed through them, all Egypt will see my glory and know that I am the Lord. Then the angel of God, who had been leading the people of Israel, moved to the rear of the camp. 
The pillar of cloud also moved from the front and stood behind them. The cloud settled between the Egyptian and Israelite camps. As darkness fell, the, Lord, the cloud turned to fire, light, lightening up the night. But the Egyptians and Israelites did not approach each other all night. Then Moses raised his hand over the sea, and the Lord opened up a path through the water with a strong east wind. The wind blew that night, turning the seabed into dry land. So the people of Israel walked through the middle of the path on dry ground with walls of water on each side. Then the Egyptians, all of Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and charioteers chased them into the middle of the sea. But just before dawn, the Lord Lord looked down on the Egyptian army from the pillar of the fire and cloud, and he threw their forces into total confusion. He twisted their chariot wheels, making their chariots difficult to drive. Let's get out of here. Away from these Israelites, the Egyptians shouted, the Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. Amen. The Lord is fighting for us against our adversaries in the name of Jesus. When all the Israelites had reached the other side, the Lord said to Moses, raise your hand over the sea again. Then the waters will rush back and cover the Egyptians and their chariots and charioteers. So as the sun began to rise, Moses raised his hand over the sea and the water rushed back into its usual place. The Egyptians tried to escape, but the Lord swept them into the sea. Then the waters returned and covered all the chariots and charioteers, the entire army of Pharaoh. Of all the Egyptians who had chased the Israelites into the sea, not a single one survived. But the people of Israel had walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground as the water stood up like a wall on both sides. That is how the Lord rescued Israel from the hand of the Egyptians that day. And the Israelites saw the bodies of the Egyptians washed up on the seashore. When the people of Israel saw the mighty power that the Lord had unleashed against the Egyptians, they were filled with awe before him. They put their faith in the Lord and in his servant Moses. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy word in Jesus' name. Amen. So at the beginning of the year, the word of the Lord for us is what? Create. The Lord gave us a word for this year, which is to create. And our first um, GWGIA, God, uh, God will do it again. This year, the theme was what? Prophesy, and we are still prophesying. And we have had teachings on occupy, to multiply, you know. The Lord has been, indeed, has been very, very kind to us with all the prophetic words he has given us. And I would like to encourage us this morning that we should go back. You know, those prophecies are really very important. We should go back and let the Holy Spirit continue to touch us each time we listen to those prophecies. Amen. So this morning, our sermon for today, the topic of today's sermon is when the wind blows. Amen. So we all know what the wind is. Has anybody ever seen the wind before? No, nobody has ever seen the wind before. You, you, but, but, but we can feel it. If you think of the tornado, if you think of the hurricane, if you think of the cyclone, typhoon, these are all natural disasters caused by the wind. In fact, um, it's been said that sometimes the speed of the tornado is as high as 200 miles per hour. Can you imagine? It's less than 100 miles to go to Ibadan. So, so which means in one hour, the tornado has gone to Ibadan, come back, and has gone again. 
You know, so, but nobody can see the, the wind, but it's so powerful. In fact, the, the Hebrew word for, for the wind is the same word for spirit. Can we have that word on the screen? It, it is ruach. The word ruach is the same word for the spirit because you cannot see it, but you know that, you know, it's windy, the wind is moving. But we thank God because as much as man has tried to control the wind, the man has not been able to control it, you know, but we have a God who is in charge of the wind and who directs the wind in the favor of his children. So, um, you would recall the, the story of creation when God created Adam and Eve, you know, because the wind is also synonymous with life. When God created Adam and Eve, the Bible says that the Lord breathed, you know, upon them is wind. And they came to life. Praise the Lord. Amos, Amos chapter 4 verse 13 says that the Lord created the wind. So there are so many scriptures in the Bible that talk about the Lord being in control of the wind. For example, um, Psalm 18 verse 10 talks about the Lord being on the speed of the wind. The Lord speeding on the wind. Psalm 78 verse 26 talks about the Lord, you know, dividing the wind. Psalm 105, Psalm 107 verse 25, you know, says that the Lord speaks, is fixed to the wind. Psalm 135 verse 7 says that the Lord brings out the wind from his storehouses. Psalm 148 verse 7 says that the Lord rides on the wings of the wind. And then um, Job, the book of Job chapter 38 verse 1 says that the Lord spoke to Job from the whirlwind. The Lord spoke to Job from the whirlwind. And Job 28, 25 says that the Lord gives weight to the wind. Isn't our God just awesome? It speaks to the wind. It directs to the wind. It walks on the wings of the wind. It brings out the wind from his storehouses. And the winds do his bidding. Amen. Hallelujah. Indeed, our God is a great God. So to our scriptures for today. Our text for today, Genesis chapter 14 from verse 13. Moses, Moses told them, Moses told the Israelites that the Egyptians that you see today, you will not see them anymore. You know, at that point, they were surrounded. They had the enemies chasing them, you know, but they were following the cloud. But they had the enemies chasing them and then they were following the cloud, but the cloud led them to the Red Sea. And, you know, there was no going forward. And Moses said that, stand still. You will see the deliverance of the Lord. Because the Egyptians you see today, you will see no more. At that point, Moses didn't have an inkling what God was going to do. But, you know, he trusted the creative power of the Most High God based on what God has done in times past. So whenever you are faced with a Red Sea situation, all you need to do is just, just remember the things that the Lord has done in the time past and it will come through for you in the mighty name of Jesus. So Moses prophesied and said, you know what, you are going to see the deliverance of the Lord today. So I want to encourage you, 
all the prophetic words that we have been told at the beginning of the year, I want it to be in your face. You know, for women, maybe it's easy for us to put it by our mirror because we are always looking at our mirror. For men, maybe it's easy for them to put it by their computer. I have mine on an index card and I put it in a very conspicuous place in the house where I see it every day. The prophecies are powerful. They are encouraging. And in the course of the year, when the enemy wants to come, you know, like a flood, you remember the prophecies and you say, oh no, this is my year to create and so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So we're going to talk about the staff. Very interesting that when they got to the Red Sea, Moses actually had the staff. That is the rod. He cried out to God. But God said, well, why don't you just hold up this rod? Apparently he had forgotten that the rod in his hand was no longer his rod, but it was the rod of God. Amen. So I want us to, um, we're going to do a, b- a brief um, expo session on on the road god had to help moses to fight his fear you would recall that cmm please can we have exodus chapter 4 can we flip to exodus chapter 4 please verses 1 to 4 but moses protested again what if they won't believe or listen to me what if they say did not never appear to you then the lord asked him what is that in your hand A shepherd's staff. Moses replied, throw it down on the ground. The Lord told him. So Moses threw down the staff and it turned into a snake. Then Moses jumped back. That was Moses' fear. Then the Lord told him, reach out and grab. And grab it by the tail. Whoever grabs a snake by the tail. What is the consequences? It is very deadly. Nobody grabs a snake by the tail. If you want to grab a snake, you know, you grab it by the neck. But God wanted Moses to overcome. See, and he said, grab it by the tail. And Moses grabbed it by the tail. But by the time Moses grabbed that rod by the tail and he picked it up, it was no longer his rod. It was the rod of God. Amen. So what, what is it that is in your hand this morning that reminds you of your weaknesses? What is it that is in your hand this morning that reminds you of, of, of the things that you are believing the Lord for, you know? Are you trusting the Lord for the fruits of the womb? Are you trusting him for promotion? Are you trusting him for favor? Are you trusting him for a five-year or a ten-year visa? Are you trusting him for a particular job? I'm here this morning to tell you that it is not in the hand of your employer. It is not in the hand of your spouse. It is not in the hand of the doctors. It is not in the hand of any politician. It is not in the hand of any government official. But it is in the hand of the Most High God. Amen. It is in the hand of our Father. And I'm going to encourage you this morning to put it in his hand. And I'm going to say something again about the rod. That rod is, um, in those days, the shepherds would have a rod. And of course, we all know what shepherds use their rod for. But their rods in those days were personalized. You know, Aaron has his rod. Moses had his rod. If you put all those rods together and call an Israelite to come and identify, oh, which one is Aaron's own? They will be able to, which one is Moses' own? You would remember the story of um, Judah and Tamar. Judah slept with Tamar, his daughter-in-law. And how was Tamar able to set herself free? It was because of that rod. You know, when she produced the rod, they said, oh, this is the rod of Judah. So, Moses had his rod. Aaron has his rod. The amazing thing is that when the Lord did the ten plagues, you would discover that some of those plagues could be replicated by the 
uh, magicians of the, of, of, of the Egyptians. But every single plague that was replicated by them was done by the rod of Aaron. But every single one that was done by the rod of Moses, they could not replicate. So I want to encourage you this morning. Put it in the hand of the Most High God. And I'd like to do a, a, a little analogy. Imagine you are putting this thing, you know, that reminds you of your sign of weakness. You are putting it in his hand. And it is in the hand of the Most High God. But it's close to his breath. And you put it in his hand and the Lord is breathing. And he's breathing up all the problems, you know. And miracles are happening. Healings are happening. You are receiving your favor. You are receiving deliverance. You are receiving his grace. Because you have chosen to put it in his hand. So what is it that is before you today? I want to encourage you this morning. Put it in the hand of the Most High God. And his name alone will be glorified. Amen. So I put this together. Please, CMM, can we have my next um, point slashed on the screen? It is not about that thing that reminds you of your weakness, but it is about the one in whose hand you have placed it. So in whose hands are you placing it? Is somebody calling you to say, let's go to one Baba. The Baba is just going to compound the problems. The truth is the devil has no free gift. Amen. So it is not about that thing, but it is about God because God wants to show himself mighty on your behalf. And so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. So I want us to go away with five points today, you know, on, on when the wind blows. When the wind blows, change happens. Change always happens. It could be a, a, a positive change and it could be a negative change. But it's going to depend on whose camp you belong to. So the children of Israel decided to follow the cloud. They decided to follow the instruction and the direction of the Most High God. So which cloud are you following today? Are you following the directions and instructions of the Most High God? Are you following the prophetic words that have been given to us this year? The children of Israel decided to follow the cloud, but the cloud led them to the Red Sea. You know, and they were surrounded you know, the Red Sea before them, their enemies behind them, and it was a scary situation. It was like a hopeless situation. It was like being between the enemy and the deep blue sea. It was, they were in a dilemma. And it reminds me of this song that says, When I battle against the world, and he looked to see if it was over, you made When it looked as if everything was over, you know, but God made a way for them. That same cloud, the same instruction of God that they were following. The scripture that we just read said the cloud moved from the front of them and moved right behind them. God has our back. He will always have your back. Anytime you follow his leading, anytime you follow his instructions, you, he will always have your back. So I put, um, I put this poem together. It says, when the enemy's shout of attack is loud, that's not a time to be proud and stay away from his crowd. So there's the crowd and there, there's his crowd. So, and stay away from his crowd. In his presence, you must remain bowed and follow the direction of his cloud. Then with his glory, you he, you, he will enshroud. Dance and rejoice aloud. With victory, you have been endowed. Amen. Hallelujah. Indeed, we have been endowed with victory. 
And I want to say that, you know, they, they, they followed the cloud. At that point, when they were in a difficult situation, the cloud moved from the front of them and went behind them. But it was after that, that the Lord parted, you know, the Red Sea. So you have to follow his direction if you want to see the Red Sea parted in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, so shall it be. So the Lord created a distinction, you know, between the Israelites and the Egyptians. And the, the same cloud, you know, that um, came in between, that was like an instrument of defense for the Israelites, it became an instrument of offense, you know, to the Egyptians. The same cloud. So God came and he made a distinction. Isaiah 50, 58 verse 8. Can we have Isaiah 58 Verse 8. Then your salvation will come like the dawn, and your wounds will heal quickly. Your godliness will lead you forward, and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. So the glory of the Lord actually went and protected the Israelites from behind, and the name of the Lord was glorified. And so when, when, when the wind blows, change happens. You know, change happens. And when the change happens for the children of, for the children of God, for us, the children of God, for us, God's favorite children, the change will be two-pronged. And it's, it will be for escape. So when, when, the wind, when, the, when the wind blew, the Red Sea parted, they were able to walk on dry ground and escape. They escaped from their enemies. You know, even though the enemies were still right behind them, chasing them. And the Bible says that when they got to the end of the Red Sea, that uh, Moses raised his rod again, and the Lord this time around sent the west wind. The, the first one the Lord sent was the east wind. Then he sent the west wind. And when he sent the west wind, he put the sea back into the place it was. And that's just to tell you that when the wind blows, it not only provides a way of escape, but it gives protection. Eternal protection. You are eternally protected from your enemies. They can't get back to you in the name of Jesus. My second point says, if God is for you, no one can be against you. In the name of Jesus. If God is for you, no one can be against you. Your difficulties, they are not about you, but they are about God himself. So that God can show himself mighty on your behalf. Galatians 6, 17 says, let no man trouble me because I bear on my body the mark of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Isaiah 54 Verse 17 says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against us will condemn in judgment in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And Proverbs 26, 7 says, whoever digs a pit shall fall therein. You know, so the, 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 the Israelites, they were, the Egyptians were diamonds. At the end of the day, you know, it was, it was to their peril. Psalm, Psalm 105 says, I think it's verse 15 or 17, says, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. Amen. So when God is for you, indeed no one can be against you. Amen. So my third point says, move forward amidst your fear. Can I have um, Hebrews eleven twenty eight? It says it was by faith that the people of Israel went right through the Red Sea as though they were on dry ground. But when the Egyptians tried to follow, they were all drowned. So the Israelites went by faith. You know, it's very interesting. Anytime 
There's an opportunity to, for you to act by faith. There's always the voice of fear, you know. The Lord parted the Red Sea for them and it formed two walls. One wall on this side and another wall on that side. And Pastor Nina is saying, true worshippers, let's, let's, let's go on. Yes, the Lord has parted the Red Sea, let's go on. And true worshippers are saying, well, Pastor Nina, please step in your first and then we'll go right after you. Amen. Because it still takes a step of faith. Even when the Lord has parted the Red Sea, it takes a step of faith for you to walk that rain. Because rain, the enemy is coming and he's saying, well, what if you decided, what if you decide to go in and the walls come crashing down on you and then you all drown? So whenever there's a voice of faith, there's always a voice of fear. But you will see the Red Sea parted together. You see the Red Sea parted to the glory of his name whenever you decide to choose to walk in the path of faith. Amen. Like the uh, story of um, um, David and Goliath. The Bible says that for 40 days, morning and night, you know, Goliath was taunting them. He kept taunting the Israelites. But David, the man of war, son of the man of war, God, God in there. And the Bible says the same day, David said, you have defiled the armies of the living God and today your flesh will be fed to the beds of the earth. So, you know, so the enemy will always come with different voices. But you must make up your mind that you will listen to the voice of faith and not the voice of fear. Because the message of the Bible at the end of the day is a message of faith. It's not of fear. The Bible says, for the Lord has not given us this spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Amen. So I put this together. If you listen to the voice of fear, faith will fail. But if you listen to the voice of faith, your fear will become a farce. Amen. If you listen to the voice of fear, faith will fail. But if you listen to the voice of faith, your fear will become a farce in the mighty name of Jesus. So don't throw away your confidence. In Hebrews um, 12 talked about Jesus when he withstood the shame and the pain of the cross because of the joy, you know, that was set before him. It withstood it, you know. So we will always listen to the voice of faith in the name of Jesus. Because trusting, because safety, safety is of the Lord. Protection is of the Lord. Provision is of the Lord. And fear cannot bring any of those things. Amen. So my fourth point will be, there is a right time. There is the right time. So I put this together and I said, when you wait upon the way maker... Through the wind, it creates new wine and makes you a winner. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, you are a winner. Amen. So when you wait upon the way maker, through the wind, it creates new wine and makes you a winner. Amen. So, so God waited until the right time before asking Moses, you know, to raise the rod again for the seed to go back into its initial position. If God had not waited till the right time, the whole outcome would have been disastrous, you know. Even amidst their fear, amidst their concerns, they were walking along the path, you know, with the enemies, you know, chasing them. But at the right time, the Lord clocked the wheels of the chariots. The Lord clocked their wheels and they couldn't move anymore. They had no traction. All the enemies of our lives have no traction anymore in Jesus' name. Because the wind of the Lord is blowing in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank God that um, the pastor gave us the word of the Lord for this month to be that we are gaining. Amen. We are gaining traction. Amen. CMM, can I have my next um, point that says, when the Lord is your warrior. Okay, this is a little poem that I put together. When the Lord is your warrior, 
you do not have to worry. Because you have somebody who is doing all the worrying for you. If you like, call him your warrior. Or call him your warrior. Amen. So when the Lord is your warrior, you do not have to worry. The enemy will be sorry because of the greatness of your Savior. Brethren, please don't be in a hurry. Be patient. You will see the enemy scurry in the name of Jesus. Amen. So my, my final point for today says, it is for the Lord's glory. It is for his glory. Verses 17 and 18. Please, can we have verses 17 and 18? It is for the Lord's glory. Verses 17 and 18 of our text today says, Okay, and I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they will charge in after the Israelites. My great glory. Everybody say, My great glory. That is cardboard in Hebrew. My great glory will be displayed through Pharaoh and his troops, his chariots and his charioteers. Amen. And 18 says, when my glory is displayed through them, all Egypt will see my glory and know that I am the Lord. The word glory in, 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 in Hebrew is called cardboard. And it means the Lord's weightiness. It means the significance of the Lord. It means the reality of the Lord. The Lord wants to be significant in your life. That is why he will not share his glory with anybody. The Lord wants people to see you and say, wow, there is a God, you know, who actually rules and reigns in the affairs of men. So his reality, you know, his significance, his weightiness, his weightiness, that the Lord is weighty, is mighty, is powerful. So that's what the word kabod means. Yes, kabod. But as it on the screen. Amen. So may the glory of the Lord be revealed in our lives in the name of Jesus. I, I remember um, a couple of years ago, okay, on a regular basis, every year I go for um, a well woman checkup. So a couple of years ago, this was a place outside of the country where they have the best medical facilities, you know, that you can imagine. So when I went in for, for it, the, the, the physician that was on duty, that was attending to me, said, well, oh, you're close to 40. That is certain that by the time the results are out, there will be at least maybe one debilitating or one maybe little health issue that I may be struggling with because it is normal for a woman who is getting to the age of 40. So right there and then I said, no, that I don't have any and I'm not going to have any. He said, well, you can go in for the test, madam. So I went in for, you know, for all the tests and by the time the results came out and he said, oh, wow, wow. That like, was just marking everything. It was just marking everything. And he said, oh, madam, did you say you're almost 40? You know, I, so, so the Lord, the, 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 the children of Egypt will see the glory of the Lord upon our lives and his name will be glorified in Jesus' name. So there's a, there's a, there's a presence of the Holy Spirit in us and there's the Holy Spirit upon us. And when they see the Holy Spirit upon us. That is when you submit that CV. And they say, well, this person does not seem to qualify for this job. But I don't know, something is just telling me to give the job to this person. This person does not qualify for a 10-year visa. But I don't know, something is just saying, let's give, let's approve the visa. This person does not qualify for this promotion. But well, I don't know, let me just, you know, let's just give this person this promotion. Even though this person does not qualify for it. Why? Because we are God's favorite Amen. If, if, hallelujah. If you were at the last devotion on Monday, please, if you are, if you are not part of it yet, you are missing out a lot. If you are not there on a Monday morning, you are not any 
Yeah. So please, um, CMM, can we have that? If you are not there yet, just join, follow Papi on Instagram and you will be blessed. So last Sunday, last Monday morning, it was, you know, telling us that, you know, we are God's favorite, God's favorite picking, God's favorite. So if you want to say, I am God's favorite child, you are fine. But if you want to say, I be God's favorite picking, hallelujah. So GF, GFP or GFC. Hallelujah. So all GFCs and all GFPs in the house, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We are God's favorite children. Amen. So I I would like to share something. Let's move on to the book of Solomon chapter 4 verse 16. And as we go on to the book of Solomon, I want you all to remain holy. Amen. Hallelujah. It's a holy book, right? The book of Solomon, chapter 4, verse 16. Okay, I will read it from here. And it says, Awake, north wind, rise up, south wind, blow on my garden and spread its fragrance all around. You know, I know that the, 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 the most popular interpretation people give to this is, you know, marital consummation between husband and wife. But I want to give you a, a holy interpretation. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That is also holy, you know. I'm just um, joking. So, you know, um, when, when Papi took the teaching on Occupy, you know, the, the seed has to be planted, you know, be rooted and grow and bear fruits and flowers. You know, but I, when, when, when you can imagine a rose that has, you know, everything all in, you know, the rose smells really nice. But, but for the smell of the rose to actually come out, for those around it to actually enjoy the smell of the rose, you know what? The Lord needed to send the wind to blow on it. So, so, so the Lord is planting us, he's establishing us, we are, we are a rose to him, and he's sending his wind to us in this season so that everyone around us can feel the fragrance of his love, of his blessings, of his grace, you know, of, of his goodness, of his protection, of his provision, of his promotion in our lives in the name of Jesus. The Bible says we are a city set on a hill, you know, and a, a city set on a hill cannot be hidden. We indeed are the light of the world, and every Everywhere we go, our sweet fragrance will smell in the name of Jesus because the wind of the Most High God is blowing upon us in this season. In Jesus' name. Amen. Isaiah 63 verse 11. CMM, please, can we have that on the screen? And it says, then they remember those days of old when Moses led his people out of Egypt. They cried out, where is the one who brought Israel through the sea? With Moses as their shepherd, where is the one who sent his Holy Spirit to be among his people? You know, so, so um, even though, you know, we have said that um, the, the same, the, the Hebrew word for, for the wind is the same word that they have for the spirits. I need to point out that the, the Holy Spirit is not the wind. And the wind is not the Holy Spirit. It is just a symbol. And we can see that there are so many symbols of the Holy Spirit, like the oil, you know, like, that, like that we say the water, you know, the fire, you know. So the, the wind is also a symbol of the Holy Spirit. And here in this verse it says, where is the one who sent his Holy Spirit to be amongst his people? So we can see that 
what happened actually in the book of Exodus chapter 14 that we just read this morning was through the work of who? The Holy Spirit. Amen. It was through the work of the Holy Spirit. And I'm reminded of Acts 2.2. CMN, please, can we have Acts 2.2 up? And it says, suddenly there was a loud, there was a sound from heaven, like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. You know, so the Holy Spirit, we've seen the Holy Spirit, you know, coming in like the wind in the Old Testament. And even in the New Testament, in the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit descended in the form of a wind, you know, on the day of Pentecost. And it says, Peter, that initially was, you know, a very um, shy person, he was a coward. You know, he received boldness because the power of the Holy Spirit came. And the same chapter, it was recorded in the Bible that 3,000 souls gave their lives to the Most High God. So I'd like to share um, a story of a miracle that happened. This um, happened to um, a very good friend of mine. We were outside of the country then, and I got to know this very lovely, very nice lady. But I discovered that she was struggling with diabetes. She was just, she was just about 30. Very young woman, and she was struggling with um, diabetes, and it, was, and it was type 1 diabetes. And the doctor said her body would never, that she should just forget about it, that her body would never be able to produce insulin. So she injects herself five times in a day. In the morning, before breakfast, before lunch, before dinner, and at bedtime. And I would recall several times when we we'll go out together, maybe want to go for lunch, and then she's, you know, she has to look for a seat in the corner. You know, the, 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 the enemy is a, is, a, is a stupid enemy. You know, he wants to bring shame, wants to bring reproach. She's not even free to just sit down anywhere. She just wants to sit in a corner because she wants to be where she can inject herself before the food is served, you know, so that everybody, not everyone sees her. But I remember that every time that, um, even when we were outside of the country, every time church was fasting, we were fasting as well. And so she would, she would, she noticed that there were times that I wasn't eating. She would ask me for lunch. I would decline. So I had to tell her the reason why. And she came and she told me that I have never, ever fasted. And the doctors have told me never to even try fasting. I said, well, that is if you choose to believe the report of the doctors. We can pray about it. Go and pray about it. The Lord may lead you to fast. She said, okay, when next the church is fasting, let me know about it. So um, during our GWDI, that is God, God will do it against service. For, for visitors amongst us, we, we don't know what it is. It's a time when we wait upon the Lord. We fast and trust the Lord for, you know, the miraculous. We fast for an extended period of time, 21 days most time, you know, and we come on a Sunday for an anointing service and boom, you know, we see the miraculous testimonies, healings, breakthrough. So, so she said, well, when next you are fasting, let me know about it. I may just try. I said, okay, no problem. So when we started fasting, she said, well, that for the first time in a very long time that she's going to try and fast. But if he's, she asked if it's okay for her to break at 12, I said, it's fine. So by, but by, by, by 10 a.m., she was having a bad headache. Even the husband was saying, are you sure you really want to go ahead with this? So I told her, come over to my place. So she came over to my place at 10 a.m. I still had my anointing oil that I brought in from, you know, from Nigeria. So I, I prayed with her, anointed her with the oil. And so she was at my until 12 when she tried to break the fast. And she said she couldn't even believe it that, you know, she could fast. And, and that was the breakthrough she needed. So intermittently, once in a while, she started fasting. 
that was um, two, 2013. That was about six years ago. So I remember when we were having the GWDIA service, I told her, sent her the link, you can join online. And then she came the following week, Monday or Tuesday after the GWDIA, she came to my place and I anointed her. But you know, God, God indeed is such a faithful God. Two years ago when I saw her, she said, wow, that even the doctors in the U.S., yeah, in the U.S., even the doctors in the U.S. cannot believe it, that our body all of a sudden started producing insulin. <laughs> Couldn't that just have been God? And children of God, today as I speak, she's completely 100% off the use of insulin. Amen. So the Holy Spirit is in us and is upon us so that the cardboard of the Most High God. She said the doctors could not believe it, that they had never seen that kind of a thing before. That somebody that they had told that, forget about it, your body would never ever produce insulin. You know, so we just give God all the praise because the anointing of the Lord is upon us. And the, the world will see his weightiness in the name of Jesus in our lives. The Lord will, will, will realize that indeed there's a God who rules in the affairs of men in the name of Jesus. The Lord will see the significance of the Lord through our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. And his name alone will be glorified. In the name of Jesus we have prayed. Amen. So, so I want to say this morning that the Lord is parting the Red Sea. Amen. The cloud of glory is moving. The wind is blowing. It's still turning water into wine. In the name of Jesus, it's healing us. It's performing mighty miracles in our lives in the name of Jesus. And his name alone will be glorified. I want us to rise up on our feet as we take one or two prayer points. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you praise, almighty Father. The cloud of glory is moving. Let us move with the clouds. Move with the clouds. The cloud of glory is moving. Worship in the cloud of glory is moving. Let us Nobody who comes here today will live the same way in the mighty name of Jesus. What is it that reminds you of your weakness? Can you tell the Lord I'm laying it before your throne of grace? I am putting it in your hand this morning. Put it in the hand of the Most High God. And let him breathe his breath upon it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Put it in his hand. 
put it in his hand, whatever it is that reminds you of your weakness, that reminds you of your weakness, put it in his hand. Holy Spirit of the living God, come like the fire and consume everything in us that does not glorify you. Come like the oil, accelerate our promotion in the name of Jesus. Take us from where we are to the very top. Glorify Jesus. Come like the water, satisfy every desire of our heart in the name of Jesus. Spirit of the living God, come like the wind this morning and part every Red Sea situation that your children have brought before you in the name of Jesus. Amen. I just want us to take this prayer point that every, everything that stands stand, stand as, as a form of wickedness against me in the mighty name of Jesus, that the wind of the Lord will blow it away in the mighty name of Jesus, that we eat of their own flesh and drink of their own blood in the mighty name of Jesus. Every pit that the enemy has dug for me in the mighty name of Jesus, they shall fall therein in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because I bear on my body the mark of the Lord Jesus. It is impossible for anyone to do me any kind of harm. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. You may please be seated as we take this song. You are the mighty man in battle. morning. I want to encourage you not to leave this place without being 
being a part of the camp of the Most High God. So I want all heads bowed, all eyes closed. We are not going to call you forward. If you know you have not given your life to the Lord Jesus, when the wind comes, you can't enjoy all the benefits of the wind. You cannot. You cannot. So you have to be a part of God's family. It's such a beautiful thing to be a part of God's family. If at this point that I'm talking, you're having a kind of uneasiness in you, or you're praying, oh, let this time go quickly, then you are the one I'm talking to. I want you to wave at me. You're not going to come forward. We're just going to pray with you. Don't leave this place today without knowing the Lord Jesus. Let me see your hand. Thank you, sir. I can see your hand. Let me see your hand. I can see your hand. Praise the Lord. I can see another hand there. Another hand there. Praise the Lord. Ushers, we give you a card. Amen. You must belong to the camp of the living God today in the name of Jesus. And I'm still giving others the opportunity. If you still feel like, well, you need to raise your hand, please raise your hand. If your heart is beating faster, then you know you need to raise your hand. If you're feeling uneasy, then you know you need to raise your hand. And be a part of the family of the Most High God today. And His name alone will be glorified. Amen. And so raise your hand. Keep raising your hand up. And Lord, we just say thank you for this ones that are giving their lives even unto you today. Lord, we pray, mighty Father, that you will hold their hands. Thank you, mighty Father. Forgive them their sins, O Lord God. And let your name continually be glorified in these lives in the name of Jesus. Spirit of the living God, make their work with you effortless in the mighty name of Jesus. They will not draw back unto perdition in the mighty name of Jesus, but they will fulfill their destinies in Christ Jesus and the name of the Lord alone will be glorified. Amen. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah.